0: hello everyone welcome back to uh potting the red sox blogging the podcast i'm your host brendan campbell and today i'm joined by red sox prospect 2019 eighth round draft pick will dalton will thank you for joining me today how's your new year going so far
1: It's going, man. Thanks for having me, you know, we're just just getting things started and ready for, uh, you know, hopefully we get back to some type of normalcy in 2021. So
0: first thing I want to ask you about is on the Red Sox media guide, you're listed as John Wilson Dalton. So I was curious how you went from John Wilson to Will.
1: Uh, Well, so my mom just has a little kid, she just started calling me Will. Um, you know, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. I guess it just stuck, um, you know, and I went with it. And the the thing that always gets people, though, is with it being Wilson, it's spelled with one L. So everybody always is like, why do you spell your name with one L? Well, it's it's Wilson, that's why, so.
0: And um, you were drafted by the Red Sox in 2019, obviously, but that wasn't the first time you were drafted. So I was kind of curious getting drafted by the Orioles in 2016, was it tough to say no to Baltimore or was it more of, like, I want to get drafted higher, so I'm going to college?
1: Um, you know, for me, it was more of, like, I knew my – I was very confident in my talent, but I knew I still had some developing to do. And so, like, I knew at least a year at, at a junior college wasn't going to hurt. Um And so knowing that I was going to a junior college, I was like, you know what, like, I, I don't think I'm completely ready. You know, we'll take a step back from it this year, go to, you know, play a year in junior college, work on a few things that I need to work on and then come out, you know, into the draft my freshman year out of junior college. Um, hence, you know, I didn't end up signing after my freshman year um just some things didn't work out and i ended up going to the university of florida but you know it it all worked out in the end so
0: now upon getting drafted in 2016 were you nervous like that might be the only time you get drafted so like you need to take advantage of that opportunity now
1: I mean, in all honesty, I've kind of bet against, you know, I've always put my money on me my whole life. You know, everybody's always counting me out kind of in some ways. And and so, you know, I was like, you know what, you know, I'm just going to bet on myself. And, you know, I believe in myself. Uh, You know, I know I can, you know, work with the best of them. And so, you know, I just put my nose down and, and worked as hard as I could. And, you know, just kind of believed in myself that I would have another chance. And so it all worked out.
0: And going to JUCO for a year, how was that? How would you describe that experience?
1: Um, you know, it's I would never ever trade that experience for anything ever. Um, you know, I wasn't didn't have a Division one offer out of high school. Didn't have you know all I had was a few junior colleges, a D two, um, and I think like an NAIA school that that offered me, um, despite being drafted and everything. And um, you know. I, I think for kids, it's a, it's a great thing. I think, you know, it, it know, it allows you to, you know, get instant playing time um, or more, you know, play more often. It allows you to get more reps rather than going to a four year and having a chance of maybe having to sit your whole freshman year, maybe having a red shirt, stuff of that nature. You know, it, it allows you to be, have a better chance to get into playing right away. And, um, you know, it, it benefited me in every way um it's definitely not a uh a weak man's way i I call it you know it it takes some you know mental fortitude to get through some of those junior college practices and especially when you have a coach that i had at columbia state you know he was a hard-nosed guy uh we were there longer than any other team in our conference you know for practice we were doing more than everybody um and you know i'm grateful for it. it it definitely was an experience that i would recommend for anybody and everybody if you're going to a junior college where a coach is like that.
0: what's was the plan after your freshman year um, at the junior college to go into the draft, or are you trying to leverage that into a D1 scholarship?
1: Um, so I knew I needed, you know, leverage always works in the draft. You know, it, it helps in the draft. doesn't always work, obviously, but it, it helps. So, you know, using – you know, I knew I had the, the the ability to go play at the next level. Um, I knew that I needed to to sign to go elsewhere. Um, you know, onto bigger things if the draft didn't work work out. You know, for my career, I needed to go to the next step, closest to excuse me, going to Pro Bowl. And so. Um, knowing that like I had, you know, my options of schools and wanting to pick where to go. And, you know, I said, you know, why not do it? You know, there's nowhere you could do it better at than the university of Florida. So um, we, we did it big and, and, you know, signed there and, and just kind of waited for the draft to happen and see what would happen. So, you know um, you know, I think maybe in the long run, it may have scared a few people off that I had a scholarship from there and I was signed there. I mean, cause that is such a big school, but you know, it, it all worked out in long run. That's all I can keep saying, so.
0: And playing two years for Florida in the SEC, would you say playing in that kind of environment on a day-to-day basis helped prepare you for pro ball? It's,
1: I'll say this, like, playing in the SEC it was, it's just like playing, you know, pro ball every level that I've I've gotten to either sit in and watch or, you know, gotten to play against at any level. it's It's been very similar. Um, you know, I mean, some of my teammates, shoot, one of my teammates that I got to face, you know, quite often while I was there my sophomore year is Brady Singer, who's now, you know, in the starting rotation for the Royals, and he was drafted in 18. Um, you know, I got to face my while I was in that um, in college. Um, and see, I mean, there's, there's a few of them, I mean, that while I was there that, you know, are already super close, they're knocking on the door. Um along with the position guys, you know, playing next to them. So
0: And in uh twenty eighteen, your sophomore year, you guys went to the College World Series. So I was kind of curious, like being from the Northeast, college sports take kind of a backseat to pro sports, at least around Massachusetts. But um how'd you describe like the atmosphere in Omaha for the College World Series?
1: Um, it's it's definitely a once in a lifetime experience, man. It's you know getting to be able to to walk out of that tunnel, it's, I would say, you know, what I would imagine, it's the closest thing to playing in a big league stadium. Uh, I mean, it's a big league stadium, has kind of an atmosphere of, of, of being in a big league ballpark. Um, you know, granted, I don't know what those true feelings feel like being in the big leagues yet, and I can, you know, I'll be able to hopefully tell you that one day how, how they compare, but if I had to imagine it, it's pretty close, you know, going out on that field in Omaha, there was there was nothing like it. I mean, just the the whole buzz in the air, the smell, everything was just it was it was awesome.
0: Uh, were you able to like maybe make any like connections that have helped you like today or like since your pro career pro- <clears throat> began or?
1: Like, what do you, what do you mean by that? You know, connections and as in like Omaha
0: or. Yeah. Just like meeting like scouts, uh, major league staff, stuff like that. Um. So when we got to that point, when we were in Omaha, like the draft had kind of already happened,
1: yeah. uh, obviously. And so like, we were all kind of just set to just go there and play. It was more of like you know our whole our whole goal of the whole year was to end up there and to win the whole thing. But it was like once the drafting was over, there was nothing else to worry about and other than just playing. You know, hey, let's play, let's let's win a national championship. And so you know when we got there, I never really like I I got to I talked to some you know locals and stuff. It was cool to see like now that any time I go back to Omaha, you know I can I can talk to people and stuff like that. Some of the people that are around there in that that area but uh um other than that um you know it's it was just an experience that i took in you know outside of trying to further my career just being there it's a once in a lifetime experience for sure
0: and what point in your uh, career at florida did you uh meet your eventual signing scout uh stephen hargett
1: um so this is the funny story about that um well, I was on my official visit. Can uh, I read? Uh, Refix right here. Uh, well, anyways, um, I uh, I met Target at who was it? It was on my official visit. Actually, we went in to eat at a barbecue place in Gainesville, and he was in there. Um, and my the, my coach and everything that I was with introduced me to him, and basically was, you know, he was like, oh, I'm Stephen Hargit, I'm with the Red Sox, yada, yada, yada. You know, after that, it was just like, anytime I saw him while I was on campus, after I got back, you know, this was a whole summer later. After that, once I started seeing him quite often, we just built such a good relationship. Um, You know, he, it wasn't just, hey, you know, I'm all about baseball. Like, he wanted to know you as a human being, and that's what made him so, you know, it made it, like even greater to be drafted by the Red Sox was knowing that it was coming from somebody, you know, that has, you know, good interest in me. It's not just, I'm not just another number to him. You know, it was like, Hey man, I really like this guy. I really think he can play. You know, he knew more about me other than just playing baseball. So he's a real personable guy. And I think that's one reason why he is so successful at being a scout. Um, And I've said that to him himself. Like, you know, I think the reason he really, um, gets you know players that that you know succeed whenever they get to pro ball um isn't because they're the you know a highest, how to say, it, you know, the biggest prospect or you know the biggest name in the draft, it's the fact that you know he spends time to get to know them. He knows how they tick, he knows what to look for now, you know, on other levels other than hey, this guy can just hit this guy other this guy can just run, this guy can just throw like it's it's on a whole nother level
0: he was somebody you were able to keep in contact during your during your two years at florida
1: Oh, all the time you know anytime i saw him i'd I'd go up and say hey to him see how he was doing see how his family was doing and um you know it was it was it was cool definitely on draft day to hear him you know give me a call and you know be so excited that i'm now part of the organization
0: uh just speaking of the florida gators i was curious if you had any insight or like impressions of like one player who's already in um the pros jonathan india and one who's going to be in the pros like this summer and uh jude fabian
1: okay like what my impressions of of them are well both of them were you know I, they're good friends of mine um john india when i got to, uh, to florida really kind of just took me under his wing and and really kind of showed me, you know, hey, this is how everything goes around here, stuff of that nature, and it was, like, I have the utmost respect for that guy. Um, one hell of a player, one hell of a teammate, most of all, one hell of just, you know, a human being. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely excited to see what he has to do this year um, because, you know, I, I I expect him to be in the big leagues this, this coming year. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, he's got the talent to do it, always has. You know, every day being out there at practice, it was, like, all right, what's John gonna do today to to you know blow our minds? He does something cool every day with like a movie. So it was, it was cool to see that. Um, you know, on to Judd. Judd came in my junior year. Um, he was a early grad out of high school. So he he enrolled early, skipped his senior year in high school. Um, and coming in, we were like, Okay, you know, the kids obviously, you know, gonna be gonna be good and um you know, obviously coming to University of Florida, but you're also coming early. So we knew, I mean, we knew the kick of play, um, but I'll say this, he, not only is he doing what I figured he would do now, um, he worked for every ounce of it. And that's why I have so much respect for him. Uh, the dude truly is one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Um, you know, believes in himself, very confident, and his ability and it shows when he plays, Um, you know, he, he, everything that he does is just, it's a straight reward from all the hard work he puts in and he deserves every bit of it. And it's been great to see that. So, you know, anybody that gets to draft him this year is getting one hell of a player, Um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing the Red Sox pick him up at all. Uh, I think on all honesty, it would be a great pick. Um, Kid comes from a great family, you know, great, great work ethic most of all he's just he's a great overall person um to to represent an organization so
0: you think he should at least talk about the red sox picking him up but do you think there's any chance he could go number one overall in front of rock i have overall? no doubt on that i have no doubt on that
1: so i mean he's got the ability to do it <laughs> i mean i've seen the kid hit baseball as farther than somebody his size ever should hit a baseball
0: Given your connections to the University of Florida, have any has anyone else in the Red Sox organization like oh well, like he's not there now, but like the Brian Johnson, Bobby Pointer, maybe even like Austin Maddox reach out to you at all given the connection? Uh,
1: so I met I met all those guys. Um I met Austin Maddox while he was rehabbing when I was at my first instructional league after my first professional season. Um I met him, um, got to know him really well, great dude um I actually met Bobby um after uh spring training when spring training was getting shut down at the end of the year this year and then um I met Johnson I think what was I met him actually up at in Gainesville he was there for an alumni thing I believe it was that weekend I met him I'm pretty sure um and I met him up up in Gainesville so it's like I, I knew – I never got to see Johnson around, like, the clubhouse or anything, but Pointer and Maddox I saw uh, a little bit um, while I was there um, just for, you know, a quick, you know, hey, what's up? You know, nothing too too much, but it was definitely um, – it was good. It was good to kind of see some other people that, uh, that played in Florida, so.
0: Moving on to, like, after the draft, going to Lowell, what did you make of your debut season – Because, I mean, obviously the Spinners were very good that year.
1: Um, You know, I had my ups and downs that whole year with baseball in general, Um, all the way back into college to leading into Pro Bowl. Um, You know, I got my own way some and and struggled with quite a few things and then ended up kind of getting banged up. And being hurt is what a lot of people don't know about. Um, I actually had a hurt back for quite a while. Um, when I was going into, like, when I got to Pro Bowl. Um, And it finally really, like, kept me from being able to swing like I want to swing. Um, And I remember being there with our hitting coach and sitting there and talking to him, like, dude, I I can't swing. Like, I can't move. And, like, just every day I, I knew, like, you know, we had such a, you know, good lineup. Any lineup that you got put into, like, you wanted to play because that was you may not play for the next couple nights because we had so much talent on the roster um, that we had to keep cycling in and out. So it was like I took every chance to play, no matter if I was hurt or not. Um, And so, you know, I think numbers standpoint, it doesn't know justice. Um, It is the first pro season. I can tell you plenty of guys that um, their first pro season was pretty rough, and then they turn around and end up, you know, being a big thing um you know i i'm excited to see you know coming up in the future you know to get started and and finally kind of go in there healthy and show my you know what i can do um so but i think you know first pro season was fun it it was a good time i made a lot of good friends and and you know a lot of good memories that all of us guys talk about all the time um you know that team that we had together we'll always talk about so it it was a good time
0: would uh, Jax Groshans be one of those friends you spoke to? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Jax is a good I was actually on the phone. I was playing golf um, recently. And was, he called me while I was playing golf. We got to catch up
0: for a little bit. So, yeah, he was a good dude. Oh, well, I recently spoke to him, too. Um, He got some pretty high praise for you. You want me to read you what he said? Yeah, you can go ahead, but there's no
1: telling what came out of that dude's mouth. All
0: right. So I was asking him just about, like, different uh guys you play with in Lowell. And he said, like, Will Dalton, if you ever talk to the kid, he seems pretty quiet. But when he's on the field, his presence is felt everywhere. He's a hell of a leader, a good friend, and an even better teammate. So that's the guy you want in your corner at all times. He'll hold you accountable. Well,
1: Jax, if you hear this, I appreciate it. You don't have to say the same about me, but I appreciate it. No, nah, man, that's that's just how the whole group was, like as a whole, we were all, we all worked together so well. And it was like, you knew everybody there um, from that group. And, you know, we're excited as a whole to see all of us move up together, hopefully. And, and because, um, you know, we've had some talks with some people in the organization. And when you see that that group that came in, like how we play together, how we work together, um, you know, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, you know, I've played with some of the best guys in the country um you know in college but watching how that team worked together and played together and, and kind of you know would always fire on all cylinders together it's something that i i think you know on its way up has quite
0: a few players that you're
1: going to see on tv one day
0: and some of those players might be like fellow outfielders such as yourself as well as like nick decker or gilbert gilberto amenez what do you think of those cool. guys and like to build a relationship with them at all
1: Definitely, um, you know, obviously. Um, so we call him and as Hemi. That's you know, that's his name. We call him Hemi. Um, Hemi. It's it's definitely brought a, a you know a new way of doing things for myself. You know, having to understand a player that doesn't know as much English and communicating with him, um, it it was different and it was fun at the same time. You know, it brought another challenge into to playing the game. Um, kid has unreal. Tools and I'm excited to see you know what his upside like. I I would even put a cap on on top of you know what his his true talent could be. Um, you know he's got all the tools to do it. Um, it's just going to take time and you know we always have to rem- remind us he is still young and I, that's why I'm so excited to see what he does one day. You know once he fully goes like maturing into his body and goes forward with that, um, you know and then you know for Nick. Nick's a good friend of mine. Uh, Nick is one hell of a worker. I mean, work hard Is a leader on and off the field. I mean, you know, it's, it's been, it's been cool to see, you know, him being younger than me. It's like, you know, I got to pro ball. I got to see some of these young guys and it's like, you know, I think one thing that's cool about pro ball is being able to look at other people that may even be younger. And you, and you can see, Hey, that, that guy is, you know, Way older than he seems. like you know what I'm saying, like by like you know mentally, I mean, he's he's there. he's he's you know taken so many strides physically and mentally to see you know, see him grow into another player is, is like it's it's fun to watch. um, you know, and i'm I'm excited to see you know what his future is gonna be. Um, I think it's super, super bright, and his ceilings super, super high. I mean, dude's a dude's a freak athlete. If you have ever seen him in person, you, you you truly notice. Like, dude's a freak athlete, and you know he, he he. I think what gets me, like, you know, whenever I'm you know hanging out with teammates, is like just noticing that they're like a really good human being. Like, you're a good dude. Like, take away baseball, whether you're good or bad, like whether you know you're struggling or you're the best player on the team at the time, like if you're a good human being, that's what stands out to me the most. And that was the first thing I noticed as soon as I met Nick and Nick was, you know, it was, it was really cool to, you know, for our our relationship we've built it and, you know, continue to go forward. So.
0: Well, here's something I'm a little confused on. Like maybe you can help clarify Steven Scott went to an sec school like yourself. Is he an outfielder or a catcher or a first baseman?
1: (laughs) Oh, Scotty can do everything, man. Scotty does everything. I think, in all honesty, if you put him on the mound, he'd throw um, no, he throws uh, strikes. He so when he got to Pro Bowl, like he could, he was still a utility guy, kind of in college, um, bounced around, mainly played the outfield, DH, um, so on and so forth. Um, I think right now they really are trying to make him a catcher. He's one hell of a catcher. Um, he's got the instincts for it, you know. He's got the toughness for it, and and definitely, you know. When it comes to the middle side of the game, he's he's all there. So it's, you know, it's it's great. I think he's going to make one hell of a catcher,
0: no doubt. And uh, going back to you being an outfielder, kind of a simple question, but what would you say is your favorite position to play and why? Favorite spot?
1: Um, You know, it, it kind of like – I I like playing center field. I don't really have a choice out of like any of them, like that I really like more, but I, I think I like center field due to the fact I'm kind of like, you know, when I'm playing the game, I'm starting to think, okay, what situations could arise? You know, how can I help move the guys? Like, you know, my corner guys where I could put them. So it's just, you know, I, I don't really have a favorite. If it had to be a favorite, I guess it would be center but you know, I'm not going to sit here and be picky. Um, you know, I just love being out there. I love competing. And so, you know, I don't really have, I mean, shoot, you could put me at first base and I, I would compete in my, my tail end off, to, you know, to try to help us win. So I don't, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really have favorite.
0: I just love competing and love being out there. And, um, you mentioned maybe like you struggle a little bit, during your first pro season. So I was wondering how you compare that to the fall instructional league this past year. Cause from what I've read, it looks like you had a pretty good camp.
1: Um, Yeah, no, and I had a, I had a solid camp, you know, it's just kind of the benefits of being healthy and that's why I'm really excited to see what a full season is going to be like. Um, You know, I, I was really happy with how I did at, uh, at Instructs and, you know, I think it was just, you know, me being prepared for what's to come Um, and being healthy, taking care of my body. And, you know, that's all I'm going to do is, you know, continue to take care of my body and be ready to go when the time comes and, you know, hopefully, you know everything will just it'll go as planned. You know that's all I'm doing. You're just waiting to waiting for the call to say, hey, you can show up and play ball. So
0: we talked about this a little bit before recording, but you're obviously in a uh, Fort Myers area right now, so you got to prep for spring training. So I mean, you talked about like working.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's been getting ready for for spring training. Like you know, I I work out in the morning, do all my training personally for myself um in the mornings and get that done. Um and then just on the side, um to I, I don't like sitting around a lot. I like constantly being up doing something. And so I was like, you know what? I just got a job and I, I've been working at this heading facility here and just, you know, giving lessons to kids from time to time and um running running a camp. Uh you know, I ran one this morning um i run, will run some like camps here every couple weeks just to get a big group of kids in and, and just try to show them the game and have fun with it so
0: and um during the fall instructional league this past fall there were obviously covid protocols in place so would you expect minor league spring training to look something like that when it does eventually start um
1: yeah i mean it's still a long ways away but i most likely it'll be just like you know instructional league. Um it'll be a full basically kind of lockdown. Um we have our restrictions of what we're allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. And it's simple as that. I mean, yeah, it stinks, but everybody's got to make the sacrifice for, you know, the bigger picture. Uh we all want to play baseball. We all want to do this, you know, for the rest of the year and, and get to finally play. Um and so I, it's not just a sacrifice we're all going to have to make. Um, you know, it's it stinks. It does. You know, it sucks that you know we got to be away from some people for a while. Um, but it's a sacrifice we make for our job because you know, in all honesty, we all love doing what we do. We love representing this organization, and you know, we're we're ready to take that challenge on.
0: So. And talk about want to play. Obviously, which level would you expect to start the 2021 season? at?
1: Um, you know. I think that's a surprise. I mean, in my opinion, I, you know, I know what I'm ready for, and that's between me and, you know, uh, my brain to, to know. So I, I just, you know, I'll let y'all figure that out when the day comes. Uh, we'll figure that out after spring
0: training is over with. And well, regardless of where you start, what would your goals or expectations be for the new season? What would you like to improve I mean, on?
1: I mean, that's just – to go out every day and, you know, be the best self I can be. You know, whether I'm 0 for 4 or I'm four for four, I find a way to somehow help the team win. I and mean, that's the biggest thing at the end of the day. And you know, slowly take it one day at a time and progress myself up this this ladder that
0: I guess you could say I'm on. Um, you know, one level at a time. And you were talking about tools earlier. Is that something like you do you like uh, take note of that yourself? Like, Oh, I need to improve like my arm strength or something like speed, or do you, do you just try to improve your overall game?
1: Uh, you know, I mean, it's every, every little thing counts. And so, you know, whether you're hitting, whether, I, you know, I don't, I don't look at what they grade me out as I just, I just go out and work, you know, as hard as I can on every aspect of my game. And that's the kind of the truth behind it. Um, I don't, you know, I don't really concern myself with numbers, really. It's just, hey, you know, in the offseason, let's just get better in general. Let's be better in every aspect, you know, than I was during the season last year or last off season, and go from there.
0: All right. And um, I'm assuming you're a Florida Gators fan for like football and stuff.
1: Uh, I am. I am. Um, you know, I grew up a Tennessee fan my whole life because, uh, I grew up from Tennessee originally and everything. So, you know, my whole family's Tennessee fans, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, you know, I pull for the Gators.
0: Any predictions for where Kyle Trask or Kyle Pitts will land in the draft?
1: Um, well, if Pitts ain't the first tight end taken off the board and if he doesn't go in the first round, the whole thing's rigged. Kyle Pitts is one of the best players in the country, no doubt. Um, Kyle Trask. Um, you know, great dude. I think in all honesty, I think he's a first round talent, but you know, he's not super flashy like everybody else is. Um, he just is a winner. And I think if somebody's smart to take him in the first round, but I, I think he falls to the second round. Um, sadly, I, but I mean, what do I, what do I know about football? I'm not going to be the one to, uh, the one to sit here and make predictions on that. But, uh, you know, they're two hell of uh, two hell of good athletes to, you know, be slipped up on. I mean, they're they're great dudes and, uh you know, they deserve every, you know, thing coming their way.
0: And uh, speaking of, well, I guess former Florida quarterbacks now, do you happen to know Felipe Franks, who is also technically a Red Sox prospect such as yourself? Yes, I know. Uh, I know him. Uh, I've met him a couple of times while I was going to school there. Definitely. And do you think he will get drafted, get signed by an NFL team, or continue his baseball career with the Red Sox? If you want to give a prediction,
1: um, I honestly have no idea about that, man. I mean, I think the guy's is, you know, a good athlete that has a chance to play professionally. Um, I what it always seemed like is he loved football, you know, way more than baseball, and I would figure, you know, if he can exhaust that option, he's gonna. So, I mean, if I was a bet man, I'd say he's definitely going to go play football um, over playing baseball um, just because of, it seems like that'd be more, you know, the way he's leaning, but you never know. You never know. You know, you got Tim Tebow nowadays and stuff like that, you know, going playing professional
0: baseball. So. All right. Well, Will Dalton, thank you very much for your time today. Appreciate it. Do you have a, you want to plug in your social media accounts before we go? Uh, We're
1: good. Don't worry about it. All
0: All right. well. Well, Thank you very much.
1: All man. I'll catch you later. I'll see you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thank you.